Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends, and happy Wednesday. Today is going to be a little bit different. We actually have our first ever guest with us today, my husband. Hi. I'm a little awkward at hellos, but hi, I'm Micah. (laughs) I'm so excited to have him here with us today. We will both be reading scripture and sharing some applications. Now, before we dive into today, looking back to yesterday, we saw Jesus was taken to Jerusalem to be consecrated. And as they said, that was a yearly trip. Now, if you remember the Passover, which is when God intervened, he intervened and he saved them from the angel of death when God was rescuing the Israelites from Egypt. And every year at that Passover feast, Jesus' family would go to Jerusalem. And the same thing happens in our story today. So just as he was consecrated as we heard yesterday, and we saw that God speaks through the humble. Today, we will see another trip to Jerusalem. So Micah, why don't you start us off? All right. Today, we'll be starting our reading in Luke chapter 2, verse 41, reading from the ESV. Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up according to custom. And when the feast was ended, As they were returning, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. Thank you so much. So as you can see, Jesus' family is taking the long trip from their home in Galilee, the northern third of Israel, all the way down south to Jerusalem, which is in the southern third of Israel. So this is a trip that was many, many miles and several days. So let's jump back into verse 43. His parents did not know it, but supposing him to be in the group, they went a day's journey, and then they began to search for him among their relatives and acquaintances, and when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem searching for him. So we see his family didn't realize he was missing, and they went an entire day away from Jerusalem heading home before they realized Jesus wasn't with them. Micah, didn't you have a story to share about being uh, left behind somewhere? (laughs) Uh, Yes, I did. Um, Growing up, uh, I was about eight years old, and uh, I came from a family where I am uh, one of 15 kids, so that's just a little backstory. Uh, So we went out uh, to eat at McDonald's, very fine dining, (laughs) Uh, and when the time had come for us to leave and go home, uh, I needed to go to the bathroom and so I informed one of my sisters uh, that I would be doing so and just to make sure they waited for me and didn't leave me Uh, and thinking my plan that I had made informing her was sure sure to be successful I went to the bathroom and when I came back a minute or two later I discovered that uh, I I was left (laughs) and so then I promptly sat outside waiting No, but they did come back for you, right? (laughs) Thankfully, they did. It wasn't as long as Jesus was left there. He was left for about four or five days. 
uh, which stood out to me because I never really thought about it reading it before uh, us going through it, but now I, after reading it, I was wondering, like, what did he do during this time? Did he stay with someone? Um, I just found those things uh, interesting. But we'll jump back into uh, verse 46. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. And when his parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us so? Behold, your father and I have been searching for you in great distress. And he said to them, Why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that we see his parents, I imagine them panicking, looking for three days before they find Jesus and asking him, why have you treated us so? They were searching in great distress. And I would imagine your parents were probably uh, a little bit worried about you too. Probably. <laughs> Albeit you were in a familiar location. Jesus, we have to remember, Jesus is in a strange city all by himself, a city where he may not know anybody. He only goes there once a year and he is left alone. So when you were left at McDonald's, how did you react? How did you feel, your eight-year-old self? Oh, I'm pretty sure I cried. Uh, I am actually very sure I did. <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit of panic, mm -hmm. some fear maybe. Yep. I love seeing the difference between how you, a very regular eight-year-old, I think most people would panic in that situation, and looking at Jesus, he, he didn't panic. He reacts in a very different way. That's very true, but there is a big difference that I wasn't at my father's house. I was at McDonald's. <laughs> You know, that is a very good point. <laughs> I bet if you were at home, you probably wouldn't have panicked nearly as much being somewhere familiar, somewhere safe. And I think it's very interesting to notice that that's how Jesus reacts. Even though he's in a strange city, he sees himself as being in his father's house. Even though it's somewhere that he doesn't spend a lot of time consistently, he still feels safe. He doesn't feel lost because he knows his father. He knows his father's love and he knows his father's protection. So let's finish off uh, starting in verse 50. And they did not understand the saying that he spoke to them. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was submissive to them. And his mother treasured up all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. I think that's pretty great that after this whole ordeal, he goes home with his parents and he is submissive to them. Well, before we say goodbye, Micah, do you have any last thoughts? Um, after reading this, one of the things I also noticed was, was this one of the first times his parents noticed that he was really special? Uh, and stood out because it says, you know, in our passages, we read that they were astonished uh, at his questions that he had proposed to the priests and all who were there. But also later on, it said that he grew in favor and stature with both God and men so that other people noticed that he was special. And I found that interesting. Definitely. You've got to wonder what Jesus was like as a child. 
I mean, we see in this story that where we would panic, 12-year-old Jesus doesn't because he knew his father. He was that in tune with God and the Holy Spirit and trusting him that much. May we, as we go through our our day-to-day lives, try and find that same level of trust in God that regardless of our circumstances, we would put our trust in a loving, protective, and provisional Heavenly Father. Well, thank you so much, Micah, for joining us today. It was so good to have you on as our first guest. Thanks. And to the listener, I sadly won't see you tomorrow morning. (laughs) But I will, so I will see you tomorrow morning. Today, Micah shared a real-life story of growing up with family. And as we're approaching the holiday season, I think it's such a great reminder that God has given us these people, this family for us to grow up with. Micah and I are both so thankful and blessed for the two wonderful families we get to be a part of. Siblings, parents, extended family, we are so thankful. And I know not everyone has a great relationship with their families, but regardless of where you stand with your family members, I would invite you to ask the Lord to show you opportunities where you can foster that relationship, good or bad, where you can encourage your family members, and where you can show thankfulness to them, even if it's something teeny tiny. How can you love your family members during this holiday season? How can you show them appreciation and thankfulness during this holiday season as we seek to honor Christ, the light of the world, but also to shine as lights ourselves? I am so proud of you for starting with scripture. You can also visit hesedheart.com for even more resources, including faith-based yoga and Bible-based meditations.